believers and welcome to season four of Believing Bigger podcast, the podcast that equips entrepreneurs and influencers with the tools, the confidence, and most importantly, the faith to believe bigger in their dreams. I'm Dr. Shantae and I am taking a brief pause in the pod class flow. Don't worry, pod class will be back next week, but I had to get this solo episode in and I want to start with a big old fat honk and thank you. Your response to pod class has been nothing short of phenomenal. You guys came back, you came back strong, and I'm so grateful every day I'm getting texts and tweets and and Instagram messages about how much you guys are enjoying this content and that you are sharing it with others. And so mama appreciates you. Thank you so much. And so we have been talking for these past three weeks pretty much about putting our faith in action. And I want to use this fourth episode to kind of tie some of those strings together and also talk about something that can really compromise our entrepreneurial journey, something that all of us have been guilty of. And I want to make sure that as we round the corner, heading into the fall season and then eventually into winter, that we're doing everything possible not to sabotage our own success. And so today's episode is all about itching ears. And it is coming from this text, 2 Timothy 4, 3. And it says this. For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. I'll repeat that. 2 Timothy 4, 3 says this. For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. And so here's what we're going to be talking about in the podcast today. Number one, are your ears itching? And so we're going to identify the criteria in terms of what it means to have itching ears. Number two, we're going to be talking about the necessity of sound doctrine. And number three, giving you some very practical tips and steps on how you can stay grounded. So what does it mean to have itching ears? Itching ears, and I have been so guilty of this, I'm not going to lie. I know exactly what this scripture is referring to because I'm not a very patient person. And so having itching ears looks something like this. Number one, it's being impatient. When you can't wait or the results are not coming fast enough or not coming in the time frame that you think they are, you start getting restless, okay? And so you start running around and getting impatient. Itching ears refers to a desire to be soothed to be charmed, to be enticed. We all know that there are people in our lives that we can go to that will tell us the God's honest, ugly truth. And then we are also aware of those people in our lives that will just rubber stamp and co-sign everything that we want to do, everything that we want to be, every place that we want to go. Those are the people that will just say, oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah, do, do you. Oh yeah, girl, go ahead. Do you, do your thing, honey. Whatever you want to do. You only get one life, right? (laughs) Ha ha. Those are the people that we go to when we have itching ears, when we want to be assuaged, when we want to be comforted in our BS. You know, to be honest, if we want to be comforted in our BS, there are certain people that we go to that we know will absolutely co-sign. Having itching ears means you are, are having a desire to hear what you want to hear, not the truth. And so sometimes when you want to do something and you know that it's not anything that you've been called to do, you know, it's not something that you've been given a divine assignment to go forward and do. And it's just something that out of some desire, okay, or some lust or some something, you want to pursue it. 
we will go around and look for people to validate and co-sign what it is that we want in our hearts to do. Itching ears means wanting things easy instead of having to make sacrifices. It means wanting to get quick gains instead of slow gains over time. You want rapid results. You want it right now. You want it yesterday. And so all of this encompasses what it means to have itching ears. And so when you are in that state of mind, when you are in that state of being, what happens is the scripture says that you will start to gather for yourselves teachers who will tell you what your itching ears want to hear. And so you have itching ears if you find yourself jumping from guru to guru. You were following this person and then your ears started to get itchy. You started to get restless and so you jumped to another person and now you're listening to them. And then somebody else came out with something and you're, you're listening to them because you're trying to get your itching ears. You need that itch to be scratched. You're jumping from preacher to preacher. So some people are, are church hopping, you know, well, I'm not getting fed at this church. I'm, uh, this isn't really speaking to my spiritual need. Um, that church is not telling you what you want to hear. You don't want to hear that you have to give up certain things and that you have to walk the narrow path and that there are certain places that you shouldn't go and that there are certain people that you shouldn't hang around with. You don't want to hear that. So we're going to go someplace where every day is a sunny day where everything is, is prosperity and you can get money and you, all you have to do is just attract it to you. That's where we go running around from preacher to preacher because we have itching ears. We go from program to program. So, you know, nowadays in the entrepreneurial world on social media, you can't swing a dead cat without somebody saying they got a new program or they got a new product. And so we go from program to program, from product to product. We keep signing up for online classes and webinars and seminars because we have itching ears because we just want to hear somebody that's going to tell us that they can get us success as soon as possible. And we jump from expert to expert. And so this itch basically comes from a desperate desire for pain relief in some way, shape or form, not just pain relief, but also it's a relief for discontent. In some area of your life, you are in pain or you are uncomfortable or you are restless or you are nervous and you are anxious because things aren't happening for you in the time frame that you think they ought to be happening or things aren't happening for you at the same rate that the person next to you, those things are happening. And so you feel like you're falling behind. And I'm telling you this as a college professor, I cannot tell you how many years I have sat in the classroom and given a, a test, an exam. And this is how it always shakes out. There's always going to be two or three people that just finish like in record time, like 20 minutes later, they're walking up with their pencil, with their paper, with their Scantron, they're done and they walk out. And I always look at the class when this happens. Everybody in the class takes notice. They don't say anything, but they just keep on working. And then maybe about 15, 20 minutes later, one by one, slowly but surely, 68% of the other students start to come up to my desk and they start to turn in their exams. And I take a look at what are the people that are remaining. Those people start getting fidgety. They start going faster. They start skimming over real quick and going through because they don't want to be the last one to finish the exam because they feel like it reflects poorly on them. It makes it look like they don't know or it looks like they're struggling. And so they don't want to be the person left behind and struggling. And what I say to them is this. I say, listen, take your time because I would rather be the last one right than the first one wrong. Many times what happens with the students that turn in the exam first is because they didn't study, they don't know the answers, and so they figure, why waste the time? 
I don't know it either I do or I don't and I don't so I'm just gonna fill in what I know and whatever I don't it is what it is I'll come back the next time but the people sitting in the chairs they don't know that they don't know what grade that student got or how prepared they were for the exam all they see is that person getting up and being done and being finished and so often we do that we see somebody that that races to the finish line and we have no idea what is the backstory in terms of how they got there and so the itch comes from a desperate desire of pain relief or discomfort or displeasure or restlessness basically from a lack of contentment and I talked about in a previous podcast where Paul says you know that scripture that we love to quote I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me right but what he also says right before he gets to that he says I have learned in whatever state I'm in to be content like if this is where God has me right now then I'm going to make the most of it I'm going to maximize my time here in this space at this time and then I'm going to move forward when God moves me but when we are in a place of discontent now we're getting restless and we need to run around and get a new product we need to get a new program we need to get a new teacher we need to get a new expert because things are just not happening the way that we think that they ought to happen and if you find yourself in that place you have itching ears which brings us to the necessity of sound doctrine. And so because I am a professor, you know, I'm going to break down terms, right? Because I want to be very clear on what we mean when I say sound doctrine. And so doctrine, the definition of doctrine is this. A doctrine is a belief or a set of beliefs held and taught by a church, a political party, or a other group. So a doctrine is a belief or a set of beliefs, okay? So this is where you govern your life. These are the things that you believe. And so based on what you believe, this is what you do. It is your doctrine of life. Some people have the doctrine, treat others the way that you want to be treated. That is a, a belief that you have. And so you govern your life accordingly. Some people believe don't burn bridges because you never know when you have to cross back over. And so because you believe that, that is a doctrine by which you pattern your life okay so a doctrine is a belief or a set of beliefs and to be sound means that it is healthy it is secure it is reliable it is enduring and it has stood the test of time and so we're talking about a healthy set of beliefs a set of beliefs of which there is security and reliability a set of beliefs that has endured and stood the test of time that is a sound doctrine and so let me give you some examples of that this is sound doctrine in order to lose weight you need to burn more calories than you consume and you need to eliminate or drastically reduce foods that are high in fat, high in sugar, high in salt. You need to increase your water intake and exercise regularly. It doesn't mean you have to be Arnold Schwarzenegger, but you do need to have some form of moderate to aggressive activity in terms of burning calories more so than you consume them. That is sound doctrine. That has stood the test of time. It is a patented scientific numbers game fact that if you do this, you will achieve results. It doesn't mean you're going to achieve them overnight, but it absolutely will make an impact. However, when you have itching ears, when you are restless, when you try sound doctrine and it's not coming as fast as you want it to come, then itching ears leads to weight loss supplements, drops, pills, shots, injections, teas, detoxes, cleanses, shakes, fads. Now, if I'm lying, I'm flying. How do I know? Because I've been there. I have been there. I can go back to 
years where I tried all of these, all of the above. And I think about all of that time. I was like, man, if I had just endured the sound doctrine, if I had just put up with it, because the scripture says the time will come when people will not put up with it. They will not endure it. In other words, I don't want to hear that. So when you have itching ears, you don't want to hear that. What you want to hear is what's going to get me to my goal quick, fast, and in a hurry. Another example, in order to get out of debt, you need to stop spending to reallocate your funds to pay off your debt. So instead of buying shoes, you need to put that money towards your credit card bill or to put that money towards your student loan or to put that money towards whatever debt that you've accrued. Okay, so in order to get out of debt, you need to stop spending, reallocate your funds to pay off your debts, make your payments on time and save 10 to 15 percent of your paycheck. That is sound doctrine. You can't go wrong. If you do those things, not only will you be debt free, but you'll have a high credit score and you'll be able to have the kind of options and liquidity and interest rates that mean you can get a lot more for your money. That is sound doctrine. But when you have itching ears, this is what you want to hear. Buy now and pay later. You only live once. You're going to die with bills, so you might as well have fun. You might as well live it up. Uh, You want to hear about credit repair services, file for bankruptcy and get a clean slate and and a fresh start. That's itching ears. And so itching ears isn't just about entrepreneurship and and being an influencer, but you can have itching ears and various aspects of your life. And I choose weight loss and money because those are so popular. But as an influencer, sound doctrine is this. Sound doctrine is in order to become a successful influencer. You need to create valuable content, products, or services. Deliver them consistently. So you can't blog today and not blog for three months, okay? You have to deliver value consistently in order to build your credibility, to grow your audience over time, and build strategic partnerships, people with whom you can network to help pull you closer to your goals. That is sound doctrine. But if you have itching ears, What you want to hear is, how can I buy these Twitter followers? Or how can I take this five-step program so I can make 100K in 10 days? Uh, How can I become a best-selling author in three easy steps? If I pay this $3,000, I'm going to learn how to make millions. Itching ears. And don't get me wrong, because I know some of you are thinking, well, some of that stuff does work. It does work for some people, but it doesn't work for most people, okay? But what you are being sold is a promise. What you are being sold is a dream. What you're being sold is a formula that worked for somebody. But remember I said all success, all success comes with a price tag. And so for the people with whom this formula works, are you willing to make the same types of sacrifices that they have made? Are you willing to live the same life that they have lived? Perfect example. I know a lot of people listen to John Lee Dumas, John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire. And John used to tell this story so many times about how he was a military man. He was single. He didn't have any kids. And so he basically lived beneath his means, basically kind of like in a one room type apartment for years while he built his brand and built his platform and saved money and, and did those types of things. Are you willing to do that? Are you willing to cut off all of your spending and go live in a one room someplace and build your platform slowly over time and podcast every single day? John does about eight or nine podcasts in a single day, usually on a Monday. 
And then he sends them off to the editor to be edited. Are you willing to put in eight or nine interviews in a single day to get your content out every single day? Are you willing to sit somewhere and write eight, nine or 10 blog posts in a day so that you can roll that content out over a period of time? All success comes with a price tag. And it's not to say that it doesn't work. It absolutely works. But are you willing to do the exact same things? Which is why I often say you can't copy and paste somebody else's success story because nine times out of 10, we're not willing to make the same sacrifices or pay the same level of price that somebody else has paid to attain the success that they have. So here's how I want to leave you. Because <laughs> I don't want you to feel like, dang, you're just beating us up. You know I'm telling the truth. So here's how you stay grounded. So if you have itching ears, please know this, that the time that you spend chasing quick fixes could be invested in sound principles. Think about the time that you wasted and the money that you wasted on the weight loss pills and the drops and the teas and the cleanses only to lose what? Two pounds, three pounds, five pounds in the beginning, or you lose a bunch of weight real quick, but because you don't endure sound doctrine, because you haven't learned sound principles, what comes to that 20 pounds that you lost? It comes back with a vengeance. Okay. And then some, okay. So when you have itching ears, you end up wasting time on quick fixes when you could just invest that time in sound doctrine. You lose ground, you lose money, and you end up feeling like you're always starting over or rebranding or broke, okay? And you pay for these massive programs that you lose interest in after two or three sessions because no matter the program, the promise, or the platform, you realize that guess what? You still have to do the work. You still gotta do the work. We just want to take pills or wave a wand and sprinkle dust and just boom, whoop, there it is. Tony Robbins says life will pay whatever price you ask of it, but you have to be willing to do the work. You have to be willing to step up to the plate and execute in ways that are going to lead to sustainable success. So how do you do that? Number one, so write this down. If you've been been amen and yeah, girl, and mm-hmm, this is the time where you grab <laughs> your pen, your pencil, your notebook, write this down. Number one, you need to find the source of your discontent. Why are you discontent? Why are you restless? Why are you tripping? Okay, find the source of your discontent. Is it coming from comparison? Is it coming from fear? Is it coming from doubt? Or is it distraction from another problem in your life that you don't want to deal with? Sometimes when you have itching ears, it's not that you're not successful in your entrepreneurial endeavors, but sometimes it's because you have a personal problem and you don't want to deal with it. And so you keep going from program to program, product to product, guru to guru, because you don't want to deal with it. You don't want to have to address and come to terms with some other problem or some other issue in your life. And you don't want to face that truth. So number one, find the source of your discontent. Number two, address your discipline deficit. I'll repeat that. Address your discipline deficit. In other words, stop giving up when you don't see quick results or when it gets hard. Slow and steady wins the race. I know that we don't want to hear that, but that's sound doctrine. You don't need another plan. You need to stick to the one that you already made. 
A lot of times we think we don't know enough. Oh, I don't know enough education or I don't know all the tools or I don't have all the background. No, that's not it. You have plenty of education because you've been jumping from program to program and teacher to teacher and book to book and seminar to seminar and webinar to webinar. You got tons of information. So you don't have an information problem. You have a discipline and execution problem. Okay. So you need to address your discipline deficit. Number three, seek accountability. Create an alliance with someone who is going to call you on your BS. I have people in my life that I like that, that are just going to say, Shantae, I love you, boo. But let me tell you what this is. My therapist does it all the time. We kind of have, <laughs> we kind of have like a love hate relationship. Like I totally appreciate her counsel and her insight and how she can see things and, and blind spots that I can't see. But I hate those moments where she calls me on, on my BS and she says, okay, I understand that this is what's happening to you. But you also realize that you share a piece of the responsibility for that, right? You also realize that this is what you're allowing. You're also realizing that you failed to set up boundaries. And I'm like, mm, mm. you know, it's easy when it's always somebody else's fault. But sound doctrine means that sometimes you have to take responsibility in order to change the narrative. So seek accountability. Create those alliances with people who are going to foster your best interest. And then... Number four, celebrate the small wins. Listen, every victory does not have to be Instagram worthy. Learn to celebrate when nobody's watching and stop looking for the validation of your success in others. Is it not a win because nobody cheers? A win is a win. Okay, if you step on that scale and it's just one pound, that's a win. Okay, if you paid off a $300 credit card debt instead of a $3,000 credit card debt, that's a win. Just because it's not on Instagram, just because it's not on Facebook or Snapchat or whatever, doesn't mean it's not real. Okay, like social media is almost the opposite of real. Just because it's not something that people can applaud or get 300 likes on, doesn't mean that it's not valid. So stop looking for validation of your success and celebrate the small wins because you are making incremental success. And I'll give you a perfect example. <sighs> Me and my body, um, we have been at odds with one another. I go work out or I make sacrifices in the diet and then I go step on the scale and it's just like, nope, no movement. And when I say no movement, I mean none. And I will stay off the scale for a while. I'm like, I'm going to work and work and work for months and months and months. And then when I get back on there, I'll be pleasantly surprised. But I have done that, done the work, cardio, HIIT training, weightlifting, stepped on that scale, nothing. I did the Whole30 program. So if you haven't looked into Whole30, look it up and you will see it is hard core. So I did the Whole30 program for 30 days, stepped on that scale, lost a pound, one. And I'm like, what? But, 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 but. When I pulled out my measuring tape, I had lost hella inches. Okay, I mean, everywhere. Waist was smaller, hips was smaller, arms was smaller in terms of like, you know, that flabby underarm fat. Y'all know how that goes, right? <laughs> you know, all of that was smaller. Even though it did not reflect on the scale, I was absolutely shrinking because I was replacing that fat with muscle and muscle takes up less space in the body. And so even though it wasn't a, hey, Instagram, I lost 25 pounds in 20 days. No, it wasn't that. But I could tell by the way I looked in the mirror. I could tell by the way my clothes were fitting. I could tell in all of these non-scale victories, I looked in the mirror and I said, uh-oh, 
my second chin is gone. So all of those things were victories. They were small wins. And even though they were not what anybody else would consider impressive, it's okay because it's my body. And the way that I choose to showcase that is my business, okay? It's not necessarily for the whole world to know. And I do believe that people can benefit from our transformations, but people also can benefit from your small wins. So when we set ourselves up to meet this impossible standard that if we're not just killing it day in and day out, and if we're not killing it day in and day out, that means that it's not worth sharing. That's a lie that we tell ourselves. We need to learn to celebrate the small wins. And certainly you can share those small wins. And trust me, you probably will encourage more people with the small wins than you will with the unattainable, impossible standard that we seem to set for ourselves or we see other setting via social media and other places. And so that is it. That is the end of this pod class. We'll be back next week. But every now and then, you know, I got to step in and and get a word in, you know, like trying to get into the double Dutch road. I got to come in here real quick and just tie it all together. And so if you have any comments, questions, takeaways, love to share, please go to Dr. Shante Says Twitter and Instagram. I love to hear from you and I always respond. I'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to Believing Bigger with Dr. Shante. If you have any questions, comments, or just want to follow Dr. Shantae, you can find her on Twitter and Instagram at Dr. Shantae Says. Until next time, keep on believing bigger.